All right, everybody. The wait is over. I've been axed. I've been bagged damn near. So I decided to do it. This is officially going to be my podcast going forward. I have no idea what the hell I'm going to name it yet. So I'm still working on the name. But this is the first unofficial official episode. Let's just call it the Blair Fields Podcast. I know that's whack. I hate naming podcasts after names and shit. But I'm, that's what I'm going to call it for now until I can get a better name. Uh, as you guys know, some of y'all know. Very, uh, a few of y'all know this, but I was on a, a previous podcast earlier this year and last year, actually. This is my first time trying to pod by myself, so forgive me if I'm stumbling or if I'm, you know, cutting any corners, but I think it's time. I think it's time I spoke my own truths and conveyed my messages in a way only I can convey it. You know, so just to give you guys a little bit of history, um, well, let's first, let's dive into why I decided to start my own pod. Uh, I think I'm not the most interesting person in the world, but I'm definitely very unique in the way I think and my ideologies and my philosophies in life. And I don't know, I feel like I could just bring a different element to the table that a lot of people just you know, are lacking nowadays. A lot of people are lacking that, uh, that coreness or that, 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 uh, you know, the, the, the thing that brings out your soul, I should say, but I'll, I'll delve into that deeper later. But like I said, let me, let me just take y'all back a little bit. So during the pandemic, when it first started to hit early, what, early 2020, like mid 2020, you know, one of my boys, uh, his name is Corey. He hit me up, uh, a couple of our friends up. He wanted to start this whole podcast thing. Uh, I was already skeptical from the jump because I always thought podcasting was like, I don't want to say I thought it was corny, but I just thought it was like, eh, everyone's trying to do it. You know, like I don't, I don't really, I'm not really a trend following guy. I, re- I, re- I just wanted to set myself apart. But, you know, he came up with the idea of like, you know, let's do a music podcast. You know, we'll we'll just talk about, you know, what music means to us and our different experiences growing up. So it was a dope idea. Um, at the time, I think he called it the the fuckers you talking about podcast. So uh, the original people or the hosts, I guess, on the show was him, obviously, because he was the creator of it, uh, myself, and, and our third friend, Ali. So uh, Ali, just to give you a little background on him, uh, he, he is a Muslim dude. Obviously, you probably heard, could tell from the name, but uh, he's very deep. He's a deep intellectual. And he, you know, he, he brings a lot of deep thought. And, and, and he, I don't know, he just brings a, a certain um, preacherness to the, the, to the pod. He just brought a certain, when he speaks, you, you shut up and you listen, right? Because he's speaking facts. He's speaking things that's going to make you probably think outside the box a little more. So I, I really appreciated the element he brought to that. So uh, we did this pod. We started this pod, what, May 2020 or June 2020? It was right after the George Floyd incident, I believe. And, uh, you know, every Wednesday we would go to Coriel's house. Uh, we would meet up with him. 
Oh, sorry, my bad. And uh, we will record. You know, so obviously, you know, you you go through the rough stages starting out because we're all new to this. We're all, you know, just trying to find our way and find our our niche in this. And um, I felt like it was a uh, a success, at least the you know after after the first two months because that was like the rough draft period. I felt like the latter part was a success because we we you know we kept that on it. We kept talking about, you know, current event topics, you know, whether it be uh, social justice or sports, music, whatever, you know, we'll just talk about whatever. And then um, I guess, you know, Corey, not to demonize him in any way, because he's still my, one of my friends to the end, you know, he, you know, he decided to pull the plug on the pod. I think this was like November or December, 2020. And he really didn't give us any explanation, right? And the whole reason why me and Ali was upset at the time was because, you know, we were recording this pod for what, six, seven months every week, or at least we'll try to get in like at least two, three pods a month. And, uh, you know, he never posted it. He never posted the pods or he never even sent us the, you know, the, the recordings of the pod just for us to listen to or, you know, to get feedback on or anything or how to improve ourselves. And it was upsetting because it was like, damn, man, like, you know, you put all these hours into, you know, recording and building this, this chemistry with people. And just for one person to have the power to pull the plug was like very, I don't know, man. I, I just felt like I, I never, I never want to feel like I'm powerless or I never want to feel like I'm not in control of my own situation. So, you know, for me, being a grown ass man, I, I hate not being in control. You know what I'm saying? So... It, it wasn't. It just, it just didn't feel right the way it ended. If it, if it was, if it were to end, it should have ended on all our terms. Saying, you know what, we're all gonna step away from this, or we're all gonna take a step back at least. You know, revisit it, reconstruct it, retool it, redesign it. You know, bring something new to it. At least that, something like that of that nature. Um. So what, what I think went right in that podcast was, well, for me, I could say, I could speak for myself, what went right was I found, like, you know, my my niche or, like, the way I speak or the way I just, like, get my thoughts out was, like, all right, this is therapy for me, kind of, because I'm the type of person, I don't really like sharing my thoughts with people. I don't really like people, like, picking my brain or anything like that, but, you know, when you're given a platform or you're given a voice and you have the intelligence to connect that voice and, and on a platform and to express it in a way that's going to probably, you know, influence people or even younger people, you got to speak up. So I just felt like that was my obligation. But uh, for this pod, what I plan to do differently, I'm just going to talk my shit, man. I'm not going to try to sugarcoat anything. I'm not going to try to, you know be something I'm not. I'm just going to be just myself just 10 times more because I feel like a lot, in this day and age, a lot of people are losing themselves. And I feel like, you know, just being on a podcast, you know, I was able to uh, be myself. But just to wrap the, the whole the story up, uh, you know, Corey did hit me up a few months after he ended the pod to start his own pod again. Uh, I think he called it the Yellis pod or something like that. Uh, forgive me if I don't remember the name, but you know, like this time around, I was a little bit more wary. I was a little bit more, 
right, I'm not going to give 100% of my, you know, self in this if I know he could just pull the plug at any time. So I think we started doing this again around, like, March of this year, 2021. And, you know, obviously it wasn't as consistent because, you know, I'm not going to go out of my way to to do a pod if I know the history of, you know, you just – you could pull the plug at any time on your accord. So that's why I was just trying to like, all right, I'll do a pod with you here and there, but don't expect me to be like a, a regular. Like I, I'm still going to live my life. We're just trying to find the shoes I need to fit in to, to walk my path. So I guess, you know, the last two, three weeks, you know, not going to lie. I was going to do like a, I'm not going to say a mental health episode, but I just needed a mental cleanse. Like I needed to step away from a lot of, a lot of stuff in life. So I didn't want to pod anymore. So I think this is like what after the the locks dipset versus, you know he was like excited to talk about it because he's a music head and everything, and um he was like yo you trying to pot you know and I I guess I didn't respond, or I just didn't respond in the timely manner that he wanted to, and then we had a short brief discussion the following weekend or whatever, and then you know I just hit him up I was like yo bro I'm just not mentally there you know I'm just not mentally. You know, I'm not mentally up for potting at the time. Like, I'm just not, you know, I wasn't all together, like, in the head. And instead of, like, him saying, like, oh, you know, like, all right, go go do what you need to do. When you ready, come back. He was just like, yo, actually, let me read the text because I don't, I don't want to misconstrue his words. So let me pull up the text. I ain't no chatty patty, but um, he said, uh, I appreciate the trial. But it was kind of an error from the jump, respectfully. Not sure what that's supposed to mean. Uh, not sure how the pod got introduced, but I personally don't think it's smart to continue with you guys. Well, when he says you guys, he's not talking about Ali. There was another uh, brother I invited on. His name was Shannon, but he was only on for one episode. Not really personally, but for Blair to back out, quote unquote, back out. Uh, he's the reason we're connected and it's kind of nuts. Hope you guys all understand the situation. So I didn't back out. Like I said, I needed a mental health break because what I what I'm gonna talk about later in the episode is just uh just being the person like a lot of people depend on, especially when you're the entertainment or you're the you know, you're the light bulb in the room for people. Like sometimes you need you need time to recharge, you know, you just can't keep going and going like the energizer bunny. And I feel like a lot of people in my life, they think, oh, Blair's always smiling. Blair's always good. Blair, you know, he can never be sad. And when you're going to find out, like, as you keep listening, you're going to find out, like, I have a lot of, I'm not going to say dark thoughts in my head, but I have thoughts, man. Like, I, I don't, I'm not always this smiling person that y'all might see, you know, on Instagram or even in person. Like, so, you know, I was, that, that kind of just blew me away that, you know, he his first response was saying it was a mistake respectfully and that I backed out. I, I, I You know, like, if anything, I'm going to ride or die. I'm, I'm the person that's going to jump in the fire. I'm, I'm not going to back out. If I'm going to back out, like like I said, it's going to be for a personal reason. It's not going to be for anything selfish or anything like that. But, you know, I just thought it was kind of nuts that that's the way he conveyed it. But I'm going to get off that. Uh, the, the next transition – well, let me just give praise to Corey for even putting me on to this podcast and shit, because I probably would have never even been doing this right now, honestly. But um, And Ali, because Ali was definitely 
someone who inspired me to be more informative, uh, just be more of a human being, you know, just try to relate to other people's struggles that probably don't look like me. So shout out to him for being the ultimate humanitarian. Uh, Ali, if you ever listen to this, I do owe you that dinner date with you and your wife. It's coming soon, bro. Don't worry. But uh, I want to talk about doing your own thing, man. Just And why is it important to create your own path and not follow another person's footsteps? Uh, I feel like a lot of times we see something and we try to imitate it and we think, you know, we're going to match that level of greatness that we see. You know, like you could practice all the same moves as the, as the greats, but that doesn't mean you're going to come out great yourself. So I, I I just always thought, you know, it's important for myself just to walk my own path. And I feel like this pod is going to make me provide a, at least a lane for myself. You know, I don't want to be like anyone else on this planet. I, I hope you don't either. I hope everyone wants to be their own selves. But we see a lot of copycats out here. Uh, and I don't have big expectations for this podcast. I don't think I'm going to be like a, a Joe Rogan or a Bill Simmons or any, you know, like I don't. I'm not, I'm, a, I'm not a celebrity or anything like that. I'm a regular dude. I got a nine to five, just like most of the people in this world. But I just talk my shit, and I just, I just, I just don't like the way a lot of people in this on. I don't want to say on this planet, but a lot of people in this country specifically are just like living the way they live, you know. And, and you see a lot of selfishness out here, and it's just like, man, we we got to be more uh, wary of how we treat each other and how we just you know, our surroundings. And I feel like, you know, if I keep trying to, you know, jump on the next person's train or whatever, or just jump on someone else's train, I'm never ever going to walk my path. So this is the, the the direction I'm trying to go in, man. This is, I'm trying to just go in a positive direction from here, you know, whether it works out or not, you know, that's not, that's up to God. That's not up to me. So, you know, I'm just going to keep doing my own thing. But uh, the first, I guess, major topic I'm, I wanted to jump into was uh, I know, I know y'all tired of hearing about it, cause I'm fucking tired of talking about it. But COVID, my nigga, I am tired of this whole back and forth vaccinations and vaccines, nigga. Just get the fucking vaccine already, man. Like, the vaccine ain't gonna kill you. It's going to leave your body in 72 hours. There's no fetal residue or whatever bullshit these Christians from the Midwest are saying. Just get the vaccine already. You know, like when it first came out, I understood the skepticism. I understood like, all right, like the the, the speediness of it being ready. Because usually vaccines take five years, 10 years, you know. So the fact that this was made in like six to seven months, I under look, I was right there with y'all. I was a skeptic. I was like, all right, but let's see how this really turns out. I didn't want to be the first guinea pig, definitely. Uh, I got my vaccine in, what, in May. Yeah, I got yeah right before Cinco de Mayo. I got it, and um, you know what I'm saying like just seeing people close to you. I had thank God I probably have anyone in my family die from COVID, but you know I had a friend, his grandma died from COVID. My mom had co-workers die from COVID. And it's just sad. You know, it's just sad seeing people pass away for such a uh, a deadly virus. That's something that we could easily prevent if we just follow 
the science. And um, now with this whole new Delta variant and shit, you know, there's, there's kids dying, there's toddlers, infants, newborns being admitted to the ICU, the NICUs and stuff. And it's so sad seeing these kids die, man. Like, And it's like, damn, if the parents and the adults aren't going to, you know, listen to the rules, how do we expect the kids to listen, you know? And it's just like, man, we have an obligation to the future of our of our country and and our and our just generations and our family just to do the right thing. And the fact that people are just being skeptical and ignorant about this whole vaccine shit is pissing me off. Because it's like, man, yeah, you could still transmit COVID. You could still, you know, get it if you have the vaccine. Okay. But the chances of you being hospitalized or dying are significantly low. So it's just just get the fucking vaccine, man. It's not gonna kill you. It's not gonna harm you long term in any way. If anything, you're saving not only your life but the people's lives around you. And I don't think a lot of people know the origin of vaccinations. I, I learned this like the other day. Um, apparently, the word "vaca" uh, in vaccines is from "cow." It means cow in like a Portuguese or something like that, I believe. And I think to prevent uh, smallpox back in the day, like the 1600s, 1700s. Uh, what they did was they got people who had cowpox because I guess it's the the viral genetic codes are similar. So what they did was they got people with cowpox and they injected like the the whatever the the viral genetic code thing, the the spike protein, I guess, into you know regular people. So. They could get the antibodies to fight smallpox. I didn't even know that. I I thought like it, it it was all from smallpox, but that was a little fun fact I learned myself. And you know, this is why we just can't have nice things because I feel like there's a lot of misinformation, especially targeted towards black people, because I, that's where I've heard a lot of the misinformation from. You know, like you hear black people saying like. <sighs> I don't want to put put us down like that, but the 5G shit, the microchip thing, the the Tuskegee experiment thing, the how it's going to change our genetic code and rewrite it, and we're going to end up getting cancer and having low sperm counts and become infertile. And I've, I've heard it all, man. I heard all the nonsense, but we, we just got to like honestly put our brains together and, and do the right thing and just get vaccinated. You know, that's all I... You know, that's all I can say. And I'm not going to talk much more about vaccines and COVID because I'm tired of it. Y'all tired of hearing about it. Um, but I do want to jump back into the mental health conversation I was uh, talking about earlier. Um, even today, uh, I had a tough day at work, man. I felt like I feel like a lot of times we 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 don't look at people, especially during these times because everyone's wearing a mask. But a lot of times when you're at your place of employment, you don't really value the work or the service being provided by that person because you just look at that person as a as a tool to get shit done instead of as a as a entity to to, to learn from or just to experience life with. And um, like I said before, usually I'm the, the go to person. Or I'm the person that makes everyone smile. I'm the person that try to, you know, raise the mood or like 
lighten the mood or anything like that. And I feel like, you know, those are the people you got to really check on because they, they're they You don't understand how much energy it takes to try to make people smile and laugh and just bring out the best of them. That That's a skill. That's an art within itself. And I, and I feel like, you know, I haven't given myself the proper time to, to, to mentally heal, you know, because I, you know, we, we're all going through shit in our personal lives, but the shit I was going through, I never really dealt with it. I, I don't, not saying I don't, I believe in therapy, but I, I believe in different ways of dealing with, I don't think just going to a therapist is just the end all be all problem solved. I think people have to go through different uh, venues of therapy. Like sometimes you could talk to a therapist and then one day it probably won't, it won't work no more. You probably need another level of therapy. So uh, with me, since I'm I'm always, like I said, being the go-to friend responsible for that good energy, I have to spend time just with myself sometimes and sit with my thoughts and just try to like regather and be like, all right, let me make sure I'm good first. Because I can't be making sure everyone's good all the time. I'm not, I'm not a, a guardian angel. You know what I'm saying? I'm still a regular human being just like everyone else. I, 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 I still go through trials and tribulations like everyone else. And, um, you know, when I was in Austin and Oregon um, like a month and a month and a half ago, I really got to, like, sit with the universe. And what I mean is, like, I really got to, like, observe the, the trees, the sky, the the waters, the rivers, the the flowers, this the, the just the life around me that doesn't pertain to human beings, right? I got to really enjoy the life that was not created for my personal pleasure, but just created because that's what the flow of the universe was there for. And um, just to reference Spirited Away, I don't know if y'all remember that. Uh, Studio Ghibli movie, Spirited Away. Uh, I remember, yo, what was that girl's name? I know her name wasn't Sin. I think that was the name Yubaba gave her. I forgot her original name. Someone can remind me later. But, you know, the fact that they took her name away and forced her to work in a bathhouse. And if you remember that movie, all the motherfuckers was, like, living to work. All the motherfuckers was living a... To, to get gold or just to, to make some type of money or just to get ahead. And no matter how much they worked or how hard they worked, no one got ahead. Everybody slept on top of each other in the same room at the end of the night. And the fact that, like, what was really telling about that movie, a lot of the, or most of the the uh, guests or customers at the bathhouse were spirits. And, and I, I remember in that movie, it was like, they had like a river spirit and a tree spirit and all these other spirits. And, and the fact that like these spirits will come in dirty as shit, you know, fucking dog doodle hanging from their ears and all this bullshit coming out from them. And you're like, damn, that's a that's not no fucking spirit. It's a stink spirit. I remember they called one. And it turned out to be a river spirit. And when she pulled like that thorn out from the side or whatever, all this junk and shit came out. And I think now that I'm thinking about it, all that junk represented pollution in the in the river and shit so you know it, it just makes you think like damn like there, there's there's a life outside of work right there's a life outside of 
of what us humans designed as to be important. Like this work shit is not important. I spent 40 plus hours a week at least at work. And it doesn't bring anything to my spirit. It doesn't help my spirit at all. It doesn't really lift me in the way it should. I know some of y'all saying, then just quit. But, like, it's easy for you to say. But when you feel like you're doing a servitude or you're, you know, helping other people or or servicing other people, it's harder just to quit. But, I don't know, we just got to find ways to feed our souls, man. And I feel like a lot of the times... um, our souls are hungry. Like my soul is starving right now. My soul is like, man, you need some nourishment. And it, it was good to sit with the universe for a week, man. It was good to sit by myself, just just in my own thoughts, just just examining the world around me. Because I'm not gonna be here forever. And when you have that realization, man, you really do appreciate the the um, the life that you're in. You know what I'm saying? Because there's only I'm the only Blair. I'm the only Blair that's going to exist in this time period at the, in this location of the universe, you know? So it's just like, man, when, I re- and when you really sit with you, man, you know, you, you kind of have these existential thoughts and you really appreciate what's going on in life around you. So I'm grateful. I'm very grateful just for, for life. Um, I'm going to try to switch to a lighter topic. Um, is thoughting healthy and the reason i asked that question is because i i read something that um if you have multiple partners you know you you usually live a happier life or you live longer or some something of that sort you know you just you're over overall you're just happier i think that's what it was not necessarily that you live longer but you just live a happier life which could prolong to you living longer and um i get it I get, I get it now. I get. I used to think being monogamous was the key to life. Find one person, be happy with them forever, have great grandkids, live together, die old. I don't, I don't think that's the key to happiness because you see a lot of these old people, they be cheating behind their lovers' backs and stuff, and they be doing all this crazy foolishness. And I'm not saying cheat on your girls or anything like that. Cheat on your man. I'm not. I'm definitely not advocating for that, but. I think it is important to, I don't want this to come off wrong, but experiment with different people. I'm not saying, nigga, I don't like men. So I know some of y'all niggas went straight to, oh, this nigga gay. Like, no. I'm talking about experimenting with people that you usually don't talk to, right? Getting outside your ethnic group or your religious group or whatever. Like, you know, like I think the other day uh, I was approached by this, she had to be at least 45, 50 years old, this white woman. I was sitting at the bar just minding my own business on my phone. And then I, I forgot how the conversation sparked, but I think she complimented me on my shirt or something. Then I complimented her on hers. And then we had like a, a, a real like human-to-human conversation. Like usually I wouldn't talk to a, a middle-aged white woman unless it was like, you know, I would, I don't even know. I really don't even know why we even talked to a middle-aged white woman, honestly. But the fact that we were able to have an organic conversation, and it wasn't it wasn't even anything sexual, really. Like, obviously, she flirted with me a little because I'm a handsome nigga, but it wasn't really intended to be sexual. It was just like, yo, what is your interest? You know, why, you know, what is your opinion on these things? Or what do you like to do in your spare time? And it was a genuine, like, 
interest there. And I was like, damn, like, this is a thorough-ass conversation. And I can't even have this conversation, honestly, with a lot of uh, black women my age. Because a lot of them, I don't, all right, not, not a lot of them, but some of them are very, you know, materialistic. It's about what I can offer them physically. Like, can you pay that for this? Can you, what's your credit score? What? Uh, how are you going to improve my life? And, it, and it's like, sometimes you don't need something in return. Sometimes the conversation is all you need. And that shit fed my soul. Like, that shit made me feel like a better person because I feel like, damn, someone actually took time out of their day to understand me. And that's the biggest compliment you could get as a dude. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't care like how big your ass is or how pretty your face is or how nice your toes look. Like, if you if you have a a dope ass conversation with me, that's worth ten times as much as anything you could physically offer me. Like that that that's gonna I'm gonna be good for a week off that conversation. Um, but um. Other than that, it, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go off too long or anything like that. But yeah, going forward, this is gonna be my podcast. Um, I wanted to say something meaningful at the end of every pod, but um, I guess I'll say this. I, I wrote a little poem, so it's like a three four line poem. So if I it, no, oh sorry, sorry. If laughter heals all, time is the morphine. And all the metaphors, does that mean crying makes you feel like closer to dying? I listen to the soul as much as I do the science. Defiance is a heavy price when you start trying to save people's lives. I could have said that a little better, but uh, I just wrote that like, what, 12 hours ago? Just because it was something on my mind. 